start this morning by taking the refuges and the precepts together. Those of you who are staying on five precepts will chant all together. And we won't do that part, call and response, the refuges through the first five precepts. Then those of you who are taking the five precepts will fall silent and we'll do the uh, sixth, seventh, and eighth precepts in call and response, at least for the new part. And then um, we'll come back together at the end. Does anybody need a sheet? And it can be useful to leave these sheets here, you know, just tuck them under your cushion, under your zabutan, because we will be chanting the uh, refuges and precepts together um, at least weekly. Namo tasa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhasa Namo tasa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhasa Namo tasa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhasa Buddhang saranangachami, Dhammang saranangachami, Sangang saranangachami, Dutiampi Buddhang saranangachami, Dutiampi Dhammang saranangachami, Dutiampi Sangang Saranangachami Tatiampi Buddhang Saranangachami Tatiampi Dhammang Saranangachami Tatiampi Sangang Saranangachami Panati Pata Veramani Sika Padang Samadhyami Adina Dana Veramani Sika Padang Samadhyami Abrahmacharya Veramani Sika Padang Samadhyami 
Musawada Veramani Sika Padang Samadhyami Sura Mereya Majapamada Tana Veramani Sika Padang Samadhyami And call a response for the first part. Vikala Bojana Vikala Bojana Together Veramani Sika Padang Samadhyami Nachagita Wadita Visukadasana Malaganda Vilepana Dharana Mandana Vibhusanatana Veratmani Together Veratmani Sikapadang Samadhyami Uchasayana Mahasayana Uchasayana Mahasayana Veratmani Sikapadang Samadhyami Together Idang me silang magapalanya nasa pacheo hotu. Arriving in the room, arriving in this space. The felt sense of this space. Here, now, the immediacy of mindfulness here, now, where, this space, when, now, an alive sense of presence, immediate, relaxed, open, but present, here, now. Bringing mindfulness front and center, here, now. Clear intention. The 
aspiration of the path as a felt sense, not as a list, but as the heart's felt sense, directional, here and now. Presence broadens, presence deepens. The body appears in the knowing. It may first appear in the form of the breath or may appear in sensation anywhere and everywhere in the body. Here, now, this moment's appearance of body and breath. Welcome it with a slight smile on the lips. not judging the body, not judging the breath, not comparing the body, not comparing the breath, but rather attending to, receiving the experience here, now. the attention to the lower part of the body, feeling the pelvis on the cushion, the bench, the chair. Notice that which feels firm, hard, heavy. The bones of the pelvis those sit bones, earth element being felt in the body, here, now, just earth element. No need for thought about it, but the felt sense of earth element 
shifting attention to the femur bones, the thigh bones. Through skin, flesh. All the way down to the bones. Earth element, earth element. Hard, firm, heavy. Earth element feels like this. The kneecaps, those two lower leg bones, arm, earth element, earth element. Ankles, the feet, and so many bones in the toes. Firm, firm. Earth element, earth element, earth element. Sitting in the bones, it's called in the Zen tradition. Earth element. If you will, please, invite the earth element to just rest on Mother Earth. It's a kind of releasing. You may feel it as the belly more available for the breath or the lower back responding to the breath. Or you may feel nothing particular, just that the earth element is resting on earth. We call this relationship gravity, mother earth and our earth element. Natural, easeful. Earth element resting on earth. Sometimes it allows the spine to feel more relaxed. Sometimes it's the sense of ground. This is one way of feeling ground. The felt sense of ground, which we use throughout practice with our mindfulness. Here, it's immediate, knowable, physical. Now feel the shoulders, bringing the tension up to the shoulders. All the cartilage that makes up the shoulder joint. Firm, hard, heavy, the upper arms, the 
humerus bones, right and left, going into the elbow joint. Earth element, earth element, weight underside, not holding or pushing, but letting the earth element naturally relate. Two lower arm bones, wrists, all the bones in the hands and the fingers. Firm, hard, heavy, earth element, earth element, here and now. And once again, invite earth element to just be in natural response to Mother Earth. You might feel this in the neck in the chest area of the spine, you may feel nothing. You might feel a little breath more easily in the chest or at the nostrils or the throat relaxed or simply be present. No one experience. The sense of ground that the earth element offers here, now. If you will, notice that the earth element has a characteristic of relative stillness. There's a degree of stillness that you can feel in the body. There's all of these other elements in the body that represent movement. Now we're focused on earth element and feeling the stillness. Relatively. Felt sense of stillness. This stillness, this earth element can be an object of our meditation. You're welcome to stay right at this point.
for those who would journey further, taking the earth element in the stillness as your object in the mind, Notice the wind element is present as well. We call this breath, this wind element in the body. is characterized by movement. A presence in the background of stillness can highlight, light up, enliven this feeling, this felt sense of movement. Foreground, background. Wherever you notice the movement with the ease in the body, noticing it as wind element, curious, open, the felt sense of wind element rather than a narrative about breathing, about breath. Wind element is like this.
wind element, wind element. Object of meditation. See for yourself that the attention can stay as you've already maybe been experiencing on this felt sense of the wind element. And it too can become a ground for attention, even though it's a moving object. The attention, this capacity of mindfulness to know and become the ground. One becomes grounded in knowing. The knowing is steady. The object is light. The knowing is the presence. Steady, steady. Receiving. times the mind moves. It's just the hindrances. No need for judging. Just recognizing, ah, 
gently and firmly returning to the anchor object here, now. Sometimes we get a little uneasy with stillness. We get a little uneasy with being grounded because we feel like maybe it's, we're going to lose control or it's not our habit, it's not familiar. This too is okay. Just open a little, see what might be available. Here, now, grounded in this very moment.
out of nowhere, we can be visited by a whole multiple store of hindrances. And we're swept away in the storm. No need to fix anything. Let the attention be steady on being swept away. Available to return. The breath as wind or body as earth. Whenever it's available, no rush, no imperative. Steady in meeting the moment. This moment of stillness and movement.
when you hear the bell ring. See if it's possible to just stay in the hearing, not moving the body, not thinking ahead, but rather letting your attention flow to just the hearing and the felt sense of receiving hearing. Just for the length of the bells. Good morning. This immediacy of the moment has a steadying of the mind if we have an interest in the knowing that is balancing out the stimulant of whatever is arising in the mind. Oh, wanting's arising, or oh, time to move, or just we're going into our habits of mind, we hear the bell, we start to make all these transitions, and leaving actually the experience of the bell to start planning our transition and so forth, rather than staying, oh, bell. Yeah, and the bell's such a beautiful sound, isn't it? Yeah, so sometimes what I think of is that uh, uh, may someone in the first striking of the bell be liberated from something from their past. Someone in this room in that first bell striking be liberated from something of their past. In the second striking of the bell, may someone be liberated from something that they are having to deal with in their present moment. And in the third striking, may, may someone in this room from this moment's practice be fortified for their future moment. 
So I will have that kind of a, uh, I, not, not as every time I hear the bell, but I will reflect that, that, that it, is, it is having a symbol for, for the, my own intention of practice. And of course, the, um, the, the regular one is thinking of Buddha, Dhamma, Sangha. So that uh, finding, uh, an, uh, cultivating an attitude to the moment rather than uh, uh, being so interested in what is the stimulant to the moment. Oh, I'm having this thought about this, I'm about that thought. Well, I hope I get to my place before someone else took my walking place the last time. I hope I get there before them this time. Those thoughts are always going to come up. But our interest can shift much more to this knowing, this receiving, the sense that there is a stillness, that there, the mind is, the nature of mind is also to move, but the knowing in itself has a stillness, and so that we have a different balance of what, how, how experience arises in the mind, slowly, over a whole retreat, a nice long retreat like this, that, that there's a, that this, there's more moments where the mind really is kind of free in a different way. As experience, not as some theory or not, you know, we're not, we're not doing a kind of technique or something, but we're just, that this, this, the immediacy of this experience through the felt sense, through the felt sense. Stillness is a felt sense. Movement is a felt sense. What's moving matters less than that felt sense because then we are oriented at the core level of our nervous system. And there's, uh, again, breadth and, and depth open, at least in my experience. Maybe not in everyone's, but that's been my experience. So to answer just a couple of the questions for this morning... Please give instructions on how and to what type of experiences we should report in our meetings with, with teachers to give them a good sense of how to accurately support us. Thank you for that question. It is really helpful if uh, you come in and first report your practice experience rather than uh, some a larger, more complicated narrative that you're involved in. There's uh, time for that. But if we get to start by hearing about what's happening when you're on the cushion and when you're in your walking practice, this really uh, uh, helps us know if there's anything we have to suggest that might be useful just in terms of the technique or the technology of practice. So that's really helpful to us. It's deeply appreciated. Sometimes that's not possible because you're really coming in with something that's so overwhelming. You just need to report that which is overwhelming. But as a, as a standard, uh, that you do that. And then uh, uh, through the, the dialogue between the two, get to these uh, other things that are going on. What happened in the kitchen? What happened in your yogi job? And so forth. Or there's just 
but to hear about what's going on in one sit or the pattern of sitting or whatever it might be that let us let us uh, uh, let us help with that if we can not, not that we always can what is the relationship between the five hindrances and the three poisons of greed, hatred, and delusion. Uh, the, the hindrances arise in mind moments. And uh, they, they, have, they can have different forms of uh, some combination sometimes of these, of, of, the, of our greed and of our aversion and of our, of our delusion. So the, the, think of the hindrances are just rising right now, but think of these, uh, think of these characteristics of, of, the, of the, this wanting mind, of this aversive mind, and of this deluded mind as pervasive within the whole system. I find that most helpful. And that gradually we're developing a, a, a healthier relationship with our wanting mind. We're gradually developing a healthier relationship with, with our aversive mind. And in the meantime, and as a means, one of the skillful means is, oh, this is just wanting mind. It may be wanting this or that. The particular hindrance may have all this narrative of, oh, this, you know, this happened to me or that happened. It's the past or something that's happening right now. It's got a whole storyline going. But really, it's just wanting which is just aversive. And when we drop to that level again, there's more space around it. We, our stories, you know, we get all into our stories because it's like a movie. And the more the mind gets concentrated, the more the richness of our narrative is so immediate to us. But when we, when we step back and go, oh, this is wanting mind. So whatever is want, what it's wanting, it's still just wanting. And you know that it's going to want something else right away, right? <laughs> so it's very reliable that way. And the same with aversion. It's not like, oh, this, this is this aversion. If I can just get rid of this aversion, boy, I'll be through with aversion. Not a chance. <laughs> so it's just wanting. And so, oh, it's, uh, so we drop to the level where we, we, we have uh, space. We have, we have some sense of choice. And when I say choice, the wisdom factor and the heart factor, this the whole bodhicitta, the, the whole feeling of, 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 of our compassion and our wisdom. Oh, this is just wanting mind. So wisdom recognizes and the heart has a compassion for it. Just wanting mind, just a verse of mind. Whoa, is this delusion? I have been on a trip, you know, this is, this whole sit, I must have been, you know, and so it's just delusion rather than trying to like fix that particular delusion. So much more space that way. Uh, what is a good way to deal with striving and expectation? Deal with it with kindness. <laughs> We're going to strive at times. So recognizing striving mind is striving and then be interested, are we feeding it? And so we're just, are we feeding this striving mind? What, what, is, what, is, what is the motivation? Like what's, what's going on here? Are we trying to insist on something being true this moment that's not? 
again, can we rest back in the knowing? But if it's striving, it's striving. Striving feels like this. And the more we know what striving feels like, the more we can see. We can recognize it sooner and have more choice around it. Striving is also dukkha. So uh, you would think that you would immediately recognize, oh, this is dukkha. It's not been my experience in my own practice many times. I can be striving away, being very discontent, and not really to notice that, well, really the truth here is just dukkha. This is just dukkha. So that recognition of dukkha in that way. And you can see the striving creating hindrances or hindrances creating the striving and so forth. So uh, gentle, gentle with that kindness. And, that. and then the last little thing is in terms of fear. I mentioned during the, the instruction set about we can get uneasy even if something uh, positive, something wholesome, something uh, empowering starts to arise if it's outside our, our norm. So we can be very uneasy with stillness because we're not really used to stillness. So our mind starts jumping because it doesn't know what happens if it just goes with the stillness. Likewise, even with movement, because we certainly know a lot about movement, but if, we're, if we let loose of trying to control what's in the mind and are just noticing it as movement, like the breath is movement, so now the mind's moving with hindrances or whatever, we can get uneasy because we're just not, we think we've always got to be on high alert. But high alert is not, not uh, the most empowering position. A more neutral position is the most empowering. So a little bit of fear, we can be, oh, this is fear. Or it is, I wonder if this is a little fear. It's certainly I'm a little uneasy. Oh, hello, hello uneasiness. A little fear. So uh, uh, we, we, can be, we can be afraid of uh, memory from the past. That could be something that's gonna come up with us. So we, we trust, okay, um, I, I have a little unease about memory from the past, then I will move my attention over to something else. Or if this comes up, then I will be with it. I know how to be with experience. I am here practicing being with experience. So I will put my faith in my practice that I know how to be with experience. And sometimes I get to choose the experience and sometimes I have no choice whatsoever. But I do know how to practice being with I may not be great at this moment in my practice, but I at least know how to show up sort of sometime within the experience of that. So this uh, spaciousness around meeting the moment in this way. Walking, such an important part of practice. When you get to the end of, the, of your steps, stand there for a moment, that's stillness. When you turn, that's movement. When you're walking, that's movement, that's movement towards earth, earth, earth. Dropping in this level of this. Have a wonderful day of practice. Okay, sorry. So um, there were quite a few questions and just to let you know we won't 
probably won't, definitely won't be able to answer them all in these morning sessions. Uh, we may weave some of them into talks or instructions, so they are, they do help, help us to speak to what's happening for you. Um, Noli uh, will be sitting in with me this morning. For those of you who are unfamiliar with the way this this works, um, um, the the assistants, um, as part of their training, uh, get to witness uh, our practice discuss our practice discussions with you. This is a big part of their training, uh, and it's very supportive for them to to sit in and hear these. Um, these meetings. So um, it is up to you if you feel comfortable doing this, but do know that it is an offering and it supports the future generations of teachers for you to, uh, to um, allow them to sit in. Uh, so, um, but if you, if you don't feel comfortable, you're welcome to just come in and bow to Noli and she will not be offended <laughs> at all. Uh, so it's it's definitely your choice, and Nelly will be sitting in with me for the for some of my meetings this morning. Then, um, if you have any um, extra cushions, cushions that you uh, you have kind of stashed here for you know we 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 kind of hoard things sometimes. So so um, it, it would be great for you to put any that you're not currently using back into the back because there's some people who have um, have some needs for some of the cushions. And then the Karuna dorm will be um, doing laundry today. This is again just a reminder to get this going for this month. Um, we won't be announcing about laundry every day that it happens. There will be clear signs post in the dorms on the um, on the uh, bulletin board, so please do keep track of that. Thank you. <laughs> 